Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and thank you for joining me on Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today is May 30th, 2009, and it is a beautiful day in Midtown Atlanta. It's sunny outside. The sun is shining. This is an absolute gorgeous day. I thank you, my listeners, for for coming out here again to join us for such a um, on such a beautiful day. You could be doing anything else in the world right now, but you you're here with us, and we I absolutely absolutely admire you and appreciate you for your time. Um, as always, I like I thank God for you because without you, there's there's no reason that I can even do this show. So um, I, I just. I'm just absolutely honored. I don't know how else to say it. I say this every week. I'm I'm honored. I'm just blessed to to be here to be before you. Um so before we go any further, I want to turn this show over now to God's Holy Spirit and so that he can do with us as he sees fit and that he can use me for you and that you this show is beneficial for everybody involved and and for anybody who listens to the podcast later or anybody who's listening to it live. Um Again, I thank you for taking your time out to um, to listen to the show today. Whether you're listening to this show live or via podcast or via phone, I thank you for your time. I thank you for coming back here each and every week. And I am just working diligently to to get better content on here for you to make this show um, you know more appealing for for what it is you may need it for. So, with that in mind, I want you to whenever you hear this show. Or whenever, even if you come back and listen to archives, send me an email at mileswmiller at gmail dot com. That's m y l e s w m i l l e r at gmail dot com, and give me your you know feedback and your comments. I want to hear you know about the, the content of the show. I want to hear how we can improve the show, how we can make this show better for you as the um, as the years go forward and the time goes forward. So I'm going to get into the show now. Um, but bef- no, before I go forward, there is something I need to say. Uh, there's some woman in particular, someone in particular that I need to um, acknowledge first and foremost before we go any further, and that's uh, my, one of my new uh, found friends, uh, Jawar. Jawar, uh, as you may know, was on the show um, about a month, actually earlier in the month, on May 2nd, actually. He, he did the show four weeks ago, and um, Jawar is a just a marketing guru. He's a, a a network engineer, networking engineer, if you if you will, if I can use that terminology to describe him, and he he works so diligently to connect people and opportunities together. And I want to acknowledge him because he gave me an opportunity to speak earlier this week at his um his uh, tweet up Tuesday um, event in down here in Atlanta, an event that he holds every week. And if you're in the Atlanta area, I highly suggest that you you know you come out. It's it's held at um over the edge. It's at uh. 483 Edgewood uh, Boulevard in downtown Atlanta. It's an absolute great place to meet like-minded people and meet people who are who are moving forward in their in their careers and their businesses. And it's always good to associate with like-minded people. So I wanted to plug Jawar uh, before I move forward and let him know that uh, we, I definitely appreciate him for giving me that opportunity to speak to you uh, to you all earlier in the week. Um, we're going to get started with our divine intervention for today. Our divine intervention for today uh, comes from Jeremiah 29 and 11, which states, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. 
again, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. This ties in very well today with our um, our topic. The topic will be, why do good people fail? Well, one thing that you need to remember is that some people view failure as feedback. Some people view failure as, as final but whatever it is you're looking at it, know that the plan for your life is much greater than any temporary setback, anything that could come against your vision, that God's plans for you are greater than anything that you'll ever, ever, ever face. So circumstances may come to try to disrupt your flow, but also understand that there's a, there's a divine plan for your life, and God knows that those, the plans that God has for you are, are of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. And that, that end is, is a good expectation. So... I want to encourage you with that. Also, as we move forward, I want to give you our presidential wisdom for this week. Um, you know, each week I give you um, a presidential wisdom, a quote from our 44th president, uh, President Barack Obama, just to, um, you know, give you some encouragement throughout the week. And you'll get some Oval Office uh, advice, and uh, we call it presidential wisdom. Here's a quote. We need to steer clear from this poverty of ambition where people want to drive fancy cars and wear nice clothes, and live in nice apartments, but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things. Everyone should try to realize their full potential. Okay, I'll repeat that again. We need to steer clear of this poverty of ambition, where people want to drive fancy cars, and wear nice clothes, and live in nice apartments, but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things. Everyone should try to realize their full potential. And that's this week's presidential wisdom from our, our 44th president of the United States of America, President Barack Obama. Well, people, as you know, each week I, um, I, I'm just excited by the opportunity to, to bring you life-changing lessons. And I believe that this week is not going to be anything different. It's going to be a dynamic lesson for you. Um, there are many people who are battling uh, many different things, and failure is one of those things that people uh, comes to rob people of success. Is <laughs> as ironic as that sounds, but as simple as that sounds, it's, it's the truth. Failure is the is the opposite of success. But why is it that failure is necessary in order to succeed? Well, that's a whole other subject for another time. But what I'm going to give you is is seven reasons that people fail. Seven reasons that good people fail. One of the first reasons. Well, before I start that, let me let me tell you this. I, I was looking at a story. Uh, I'm a big, I'm an avid football fan. I love football. I love football. I I love football. And I was watching a uh, documentary on um, NFL films about the 2001 uh, New England Patriots before the show started today. And I was thinking about it. I was looking at how these guys were underachievers, so to speak, or not so much underachievers, but underdogs. They weren't. They weren't people that that were expected to. They weren't a team that was expected to win. They weren't expected to win, you know, out of their conference. They weren't expected to win in their division, and they they were able to accomplish all these goals, and they were able to get on the stage to to even play for the Super Bowl against the defending Super Bowl champions from the year before in the St. Louis Rams. And through it all, they had confidence in themselves. They had enough confidence in themselves that even as individual as individualistic as some athletes are. Even when they came out, they got called out as a team because their their bond and their their goal was to win so much that they knew they could only do it as a team. 
And they came out, and they were fired up. And even when the game looked like they, it was a possibility that they may have to go to overtime, they actually pulled on each other and rallied together and actually won the game in regulation, which was still unheard of because they were going up against the Super Bowl champion. They are going up against a, an apparent giant. Well, I tell you that story because I, I want you to get in your mind that no matter what the circumstances look like, failure is not an option. No matter what the situation looks like, failure is not an option. Because you guys, each and every one of us is on this call. We've been, we're, we're cut from the same cloth. We, we are designed to win. We're designed to, we're visionaries and dreamers. We, we have these goals that have to be accomplished because each and every one of us is responsible for some part of manifesting the goodness of this universe. And when you don't do what you're supposed to do for whatever reasons, you're holding back some you're holding back a good thing from the universe and that comes with a heavy cost. So I want to give you these seven reasons why good people fail and hopefully prayerfully we can move forward and you can get the you get the picture that your life is more important than a temporary setback. Okay. So, seven reasons why good people fail. One of the major reasons why good people fail is fatigue. Number one is fatigue. People, when fatigue walks in, success walks out. Those two, those two things can't be in the same room at the same time. If fatigue is in the room, success is just left. Fatigue is, is basically the, the place of being tired, the place of being worn out, the place of being, you know, drained. And those are places like there are a lot of people who will tell you that they can't they don't make good decisions when they're tired. Uh, President Bill Clinton, he 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 has been noted as saying that a lot of times when he made bad decisions, it was due to the fact that he was under extreme stress. and He was so he was tired. Well, you can think of in your own lives where there are probably some places and some things that you may have done that you you shouldn't have done and you know you shouldn't have done them. But when you go back to it, one of the major factors that was present was fatigue. Fatigue is 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 a, a, a destroyer of success. So you have to you have to do things to keep yourself, you know, alert and and not to the place where you're just so drained that you can't do anything and that your your mind doesn't function like it should. You have to be able to get rest. You have to be able to to not do overwork yourself. You can't you shouldn't overexert yourself in anything you do. You, yes, I believe in smart work. I believe in working. You know, diligently, but I also believe in rest. Rest is very important. Rest is very, very important for any achiever, any goal setter, any goal-oriented person, any dreamer, any visioner. You must have rest because if you don't rest, the opposite is fatigue. And fatigue, when again, when fatigue walks in the door, success walks out the door. The second thing in keeping up with that is the re reason why good people fail is that they become overwhelmed. Now, being overwhelmed is slightly different from fatigue, but it, it leads to fatigue. Being overwhelmed is actually taking on too many assignments and not being able to do them all or taking on, to, taking on uh, you know, something that you weren't really designed to do. You know, I see a lot of people, um, and I'm going to just share my view on this. I know a lot of people, a lot of women um, ha have to take on a, a role in life now because, uh, you know, there have been a lot of dynamics going going to work against the family and you see a lot of women working harder than they need to. And spiritually, they weren't designed to work that hard. 
spiritually that, that that there is supposed to be a man in place who helps, you know, who leads the family and takes that burden of, of excessive work off the woman so that she can be who, you know, the, the who God has called her to be. And you'll see a lot of people are overwhelmed. A lot of, a lot of women, you know, nowadays they don't really even get a chance to fully walk in that, that gifting of, 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 woman, of a woman and being, you know, feminine and being, you know, spiritual and being, you know, being able to be free to be who they are because they've been overwhelmed, they've been overworked, they have to be both the both parents, both the mother and the father in some cases. And, you know, it just shows you that being overwhelmed can lead to failure in, uh, in other areas of life. Even in some of our families, we see a lot of people, a lot of marriages end in divorce, you know, for that very reason because people can become overwhelmed. So the key to not being overwhelmed is, is trying to, you know, definitely only taking on what you you can take on and not going beyond that. In other words, what I'm saying is that if you are equipped to be a truck driver, then by all means be a truck driver. But you shouldn't have to be the truck driver, the mechanic, the the guy who cleans it, the guy who who, who <laughs> paints it. You, you, you should focus your attention on being a truck driver, and that way you can be a, an effective truck driver. Um. Step, one of the third things that um, is a very um, key factor in failure, why reason why good people fail, is fear. Without a sh- shadow of a doubt, fear it a, plays a major role in the, the setback or the destruction of, of great people. Fear is a paralyzer. It, it'll get you can get to a point where you, you start thinking about, you start being becoming more self-conscious about things. You, be, you start becoming, you know, you start doubting things. Um, Fear is a great paralyzer. So one of the great things about um, overcoming fear, I actually have, have a book called The Power of Conquering Fear. Um, one thing I outline about The Power of Conquering Fear is one key to that is activity. If, you're, if you actively do the thing that you're afraid of, eventually the thing you're afraid of goes away, or the fear of it goes away. And a lot of times people don't step out to become successful because they're scared of what people may say, scared of what people may think, they're scared of how they may feel, they're scared of the changes that can happen. But if you know without a shadow of a doubt that you have been called to do something great, then by all means do it. Uh, you're going to have people like myself and like the, the guests I have coming on later who are encouraging people to go forward and, and be the pre- people that they were called to be. Um, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. I, I tell people that that's my mantra. And I, I sincerely believe that. I sincerely just I, – I preach it, I teach it, I, I live it, I walk it. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. And fear is one of those things that comes to stifle your dreams. So in all, by all means, stay active towards the thing that you really want to do, and the fear of it will dissipate. The fourth reason that good people fail is that they're either underprepared or they're unprepared to do what it is they've been called to do. They're either unprepared or underprepared. And being unprepared or underprepared, which either one is, is a bad thing for anybody who's trying to accomplish anything good, um, you have to uh, understand that preparation is important to anything you're going to do in life. I don't care if, you tr- if you're getting ready to be a, a, a spouse, a parent, a, a doctor, an athlete, um, even if you're going just to be a, a cab driver. There's some sort of preparation that's going to be necessary in order for you to be successful at it. And underprepared people and unprepared people, they they lack that um, that war chest of of of, of knowledge when you when you, you don't prepare and you don't get ready for what it is you have to do. 
So um, by all means, the way to, to conquer that is to learn what it is you need to do for that task. Get prepared. You know, Become better at what it is you've been called to do. Uh, learn, read books, watch videos, uh, whatever it is you got to do. Whatever it is you got to do, just, you know, do it, and, and, and you'll know you'll notice the results. The proof is in the pudding. If you're prepared, people will see it. It will show in your work, and your work will be a testimony of greatness. The fifth reason why people, um, the fifth reason why people fail, the fifth reason why people fail is procrastination. Procrastination is a, goes right along the lines with fear. Procrastination basically is a failure to, to launch because, you know, sometimes it may be that you're dealing with a, a, a perfectionist. People, they, they can't move until unless every detail is perfectly in place. Or they may not um, step out because, you know, some reason that they, 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 there's always some excuse for why they have to wait for the perfect opportunity. But that's, that all falls under procrastination, and procrastination is a subset of fear. Fear of being successful. Some people actually truly fear being successful, and I'm here today to tell you that you can live an average life if you want to, or you can live a great life if you want to. The choice is all yours. But procrastination is definitely a stifler of that um, of your greatness. And the one way you overcome procrastination, again, the same way you overcome fear, is with action. Become active in the thing that you really want to do. And procrastination sometimes is a, a subset of, of a lack of motivation. But when you're actively doing something and you're doing it successfully, or even just starting out at it, it has a tendency to evaporate procrastination. When you're really passionate about something that you want to do, procrastination evaporates. So moving forward, the sixth reason why good people fail is because of low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Self-esteem is, is really important. We have a couple guests that are coming on later that are going to talk about this, this particular topic. The way you see yourself is utterly important. If you, if you don't see yourself as being able to do things, you won't be able to do things. If you don't see yourself as being uh, capable of, of, of doing good stuff, you won't do good stuff. You have to see yourself... I always I tell this analogy all the time. I, I I love the movie Rocky because one there was one scene in there when Rocky was training, and and his trainer Mickey told him, Rock, if you see yourself doing good, you do good. I have I I do it this way. I say it this way. Champions do what champions do. And what I mean by that is that if you want to be successful, then you got to do what successful people do. And one thing that successful people do is they they spend time empowering themselves or doing, finding things to empower them to get them motivated to, to do what it is they've been called to do or what they feel led to do. And low self-esteem is definitely a killer of, 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 of mobility. And so the way to overcome self-esteem, again, is to, to find things that are encouraging, to pour into yourself. And to, to, to one way I do it is, is to speak affirmations. You know, I love myself or I, I believe I can do this thing or I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, even using scripture to, to keep yourself motivated because faith comes by hearing. And so whatever you're hearing, you're going to start believing it. So if, you, if, you're, if you're walking around talking down about yourself, then guess what? You're going, to, you're going to start looking down on yourself. You have to stay motivated to be, you know, victorious in this game of life. Now, last but not least, 
number seven, the number seven reason, and this this list is not scientific. This is a list of, of things I've just studied, you know, over my time being a coach and being a motivator. But um, but this, these seven things are, are, are things that I deal with personally that I've, I've had to overcome, so I know them personally. Um, the seventh key, the seventh reason why people, why good people fail is they don't know when to say no. And that goes back to being overwhelmed. Sometimes the correct answer for a question is no. And you have to be encouraged to know that no is an okay answer. That if you say no, it won't it won't be the end of the world. If you say no, it won't change. It won't make the the, the sun stop shining. And it won't make the rain stop falling. And it won't make the rivers dry up. No, sometimes is the correct answer, because if what you're being asked to do goes against what you believe, or goes against what you know is correct, then no is the correct answer. So if you say no, if you say if you agree to something that you know is not right for you or not right for the people involved, then you are guilty of aiding and abetting something that's wrong so you have to be very careful about what you say yes to so the opposite thing of of knowing when to say no is understanding that it's okay to have a different opinion than everybody else it's okay to not go along with the crowd it's okay and if, if no for you is the correct answer no matter what people may think about you no matter what people may say about you then no is the correct answer so i i'm prayerful that this list seven reasons why people good people fail can be very beneficial for for you and it will help you as you're moving along to be the person you've been called to be so without further ado i'm going to move forward in the show and this is a part, a part of the show where I, I really enjoy we actually get to bring guests onto the show and we um discuss you know the topic that of the day and the topic of the day is why do good people fail and I'm going to, I got three guests that are going to come on the show today, and we're going to discuss, you know, good reasons, good solutions, rather, for people to move forward and be successful. So without further ado, I'm going to go to our first guest. Our first guest is a, a dynamic author. She's authored such books as the Nia Trilogy, the Natalie series, the Days of uh, Madison Creek, She's also the author of Heal My Wings, a healing guide for women. Um, just a dynamic, dynamic speaker, uh, artist, uh, talk show uh, personality. Um, I don't know how else to describe this woman. She's just a, a dynamic person, so I'm going to let you hear for yourself. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to bring to the show Miss Mrs. Kimberly Ware. Oh, hi, Miles. How are you doing? I'm great, and you, Kimberly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's an honor to have you on the show. I'm finally glad to have you on the show. Thanks. It's a joy to be here. Yes, ma'am. Well, I got you on the show today, and the topic we're talking about is why do good people fail? And I wanted to ask you a question. Um, what role do you think fear plays in, in people and good people failing? I think that plays a major role because when you have fear, that means you lack faith. Wow. And when you lack faith, that means you don't have that connection with God. And you got to have that connection with God in order to move on and be, be the person that God wants you to be. A lot of times when you don't have that connection with God, that's when you don't know your purpose or even your mission in life. Right. So I think a lot of people fail because they're not following their passion. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like a domino effect. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think is um, a, a way to overcome that that fear? I mean, you know, I know as a dreamer and as a visionary, fear is like it it's like no, it, it just has no place in my life now. Uh, I know that it it hinders everything. So what is the what is a uh, some steps you can give listeners to overcome fear? One of the many steps is to first build a relationship with God. A lot of people don't do that. Okay. If you learn, and once you build that relationship with God, you need to. That's why I tell them you need to learn through prayer and meditation. Prayer is when you go to God and tell Him why you feel. Meditation is when you open yourself up to hearing His words. Another thing you need to do is start to. Um, um, a lot of people surround themselves around naked people. Okay. You need to also take a look at that. Another thing is to start, um, let's see, um, I did say let go of uh, focusing on God and um, building that relationship purpose. You need to also identify your purpose and what you're here to do. A lot of people go on a tangent. Because okay. they don't know what it is, or once they, uh, some people know what it is, and just don't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and see, the the key is once you have that strong connection with God, you start having that inner knowing about yourself. You build the self esteem that you need to go on ahead and use per follow purpose. Okay. You also have that self esteem to drop negative people. And stop surrounding yourself in that around the negative environment that you put yourself in. Right, right. You start breaking away those cycles. And once you build all of that up, it's just it's a process. You, you know, and once you start doing that, that's when you start to to have um, more more faith in what you're doing. Okay. It's amazing you said use the word purpose. I've been talking about purpose. It seems like I've been blue in the face almost. And uh, I, I have so um, I, I believe that everything has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose. Nothing was put on this earth without purpose. And I believe that a lot of people maybe they they fail again because I, you know that is one ter- one word I didn't put on the list was purpose. A lot of people, like you said, don't know their purpose. And I do believe that if you don't know your purpose, then you'll fall prey to somebody else's purpose that may not include you. Exactly. It takes you further away from what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So what and do you... And also, I rem- oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I remember you mentioned something about self-esteem. Yes. And, we, you know, a lot of times when you don't have that self-esteem, you just lose that drive. Mm-hmm. To go after, you know, that's why it's very important to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Believe in what God is telling you, you know, believe in your passion. Believe in who you are. If you believe in yourself, then you are strong and have the courage to go forward and do it. And, you know, it's amazing. I was going to ask you a question that you just answered. <laughs> and one <laughs> of the things I was going to ask, ask you, how do you get people to activate their faith and expect something great out of their lives? And that that's one way is you you know, it, we are co creators with God. I mean, He put us here because we're creating His likeness and image. So that means we can, we have the the capacity to actually create stuff. 
Our words are that powerful. We can create stuff. So, you know, that that's that's really good. Could you just expound on that for one moment, though? Could you tell, you know, what are other ways to uh, improve your self-esteem? Other ways to prove self-esteem. One way is to get away from those negative folks. Yes. How many people, you know, like you said, affirmation. If you're constantly around negative people, toxic people, constantly saying, oh, you're a nobody, you ain't going to amount to anything, eventually it starts to go into your conscience, you know, mm-hmm. and you start, you start to believe in it. Yes. But take yourself away from that environment and put yourself around more positive-minded people, like-minded people who are trying to do some of the similar things that you're trying to do, you know? And you can that can make a huge difference. Yes. It's that alone. Another yes. thing, you, like you said, lack of self-esteem, replacing it with affirmations. Every day uh, I tell people, uh, especially on my show that I do, is to, you know, write those affirmations. Put a little card. Have little cards in your, you know, you can put in your wallet. You know, ladies, you can put on your purse. <laughs> take, you know, every so often, you know, just take that those cards out and sit down and read them. I am beautiful. Oh, I'm handsome. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself doing this in, in the five, next five years. Right. You just got to, once you tell yourself, you build it up. And then eventually, you, you know, it just happens, you know. Right. More and more opportunities come your way because you bring that positive energy within yourself. But yes. the problem is we bring in negative energy because we allow toxic people in. And it's like you just you bring in what you believe right. or what you feel. Right. You bring it towards you. If you don't want all that negativity going towards you, then you need to re- refuel yourself. So I said you got to feed your feed your soul. Yes with positive energy in order to bring in the positive flow of people coming your way, opportunities come your way. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're right on the money, Kim. I, I really appreciate that, you know, you letting the people know that. And one thing I, I, I want to pull on you, could you get the, the audience a word of encouragement to, to get them moving forward you know, beyond things that would cause them to fail, especially fear. Could you could you just give them a word of encouragement? Word of encouragement is don't give up and um, don't look so much at the physical. A lot of people look at the problem head on. That uh, That's the only thing they can see Right. is what's going on around them. They, it's like, it's, I know some people say, oh, it's better said than done. I'm going through all these storms in my life. Everything is just going totally wrong. And sometimes when you, your um, blessing is just around the corner and you can't see it because you're in the physical realm, the only thing you can see is what's going on right here, right now. Right. You know, bills are piling up. Your, threat, your boss is threatening you on your job. You know, you might lose your job. You're about to lose your house. You're going on a floor closure. You know, you don't know how you're going to get the next meal for your family. Right. You know, all of this is just coming, and you just like, oh, no, what am I going to do? You sit down on your knees, you pray, you talk to God. Some things are, sometimes you're in these situations because you won't let God in. You won't let God take over. Sometimes these are things that are beyond your control. 
Right. You know, things just all of a sudden just come, and you just, you know, like, you, you just can't get out of it. You just feel like, oh, no, my world is crashing. You just, that's the time you need to build your relationship with God. You know, that's right. the time when you need to hear him. Because a lot of times we look into our ego mm-hmm. and what we want to do. And a lot of times what we want to do is not the right way. Right. <laughs> right. You might think exactly. it's the right way. And, you know, you might think that's the right way for you, but a lot of times it's not the right way for you. God has other plans for you, you right. know? Right. And a lot of times we're not using that gift what he wants you to do because we're so busy trying to hold on to the, you know these little things, these little gadgets, these little trinkets like our little fancy cars, our big <laughs> houses and everything. But God wants, you know, you trying to hold on to this job. You hate your job. You don't want to be there. <laughs> but you got to hold on to your job because all you can see is these bills. But right. God wants you to, you know, may want you to go out on faith and use your creativity, you hmm. know. He wants you to go out there and make it happen. And he has the opportunity for you. The only thing you have to do is walk out on faith. But a lot of times we can't see it. And a lot of times we're taught, especially here in America, you know, Western society, we're taught if it's not there in front of your very eyes, then it's not there. Wow. That's not true. It wow. is there. The opportunity is there. You just can't see it but you're not using your spiritual eye. Wow. And once you start using the spiritual eye, then you, it will manifest. But see, God, you got to meet God halfway. And if you're not meeting him halfway, then you're never going to see what opportunities are available to you because you're not willing to take that first step. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I even to piggyback on that, I, I know there's a lot of people... They don't. They they only believe, like you said, they believe what they can see. That goes back to a scripture um, where uh, the Bible talks about Abraham, how he against hope he believed in hope. Against and what that that first hope meant that against the things that he can naturally see, he believed in something greater than himself. And I think that's what it's going to take for people to really move forward. You got to trust that God is who He says He is. And back to what I said in the beginning, you know, the the, the uh, divine intervention for the week, you know. That God knows the plans He has for you. God knows the plans He has for you, and thoughts that He thinks towards you, and they're, they're thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end, a good end, a great end. So, you know, you know, listen to what Kimberly is saying, and listen to you know what I'm telling you now. Be encouraged to go forward because you don't have to fail. You don't have to fail in the sense of of of, of not being able to get back up. You know, some there's some things you're going to try if you if you're living your life without risk. You're living your life just to be safe, and you're not going to make it. You'll, you'll end exactly. up being becoming um, systematically uh, wiped out because you won't. You're you're not producing. <laughs> if you're, all you're trying to do is be safe, you're not producing. You have to you have to take chances. You have to take risks. Um, Kimberly, before we move on forward, um, could you let the people know where they can find you on the internet, um, and how can we buy your books? Oh, okay. You can find me on my I have two websites. I have Kim, www.kimberlywareministry.com. Okay. okay. And the other one is www.kimberlywear.com. <laughs> okay. And we can buy your books there as well? Uh, yes, and you can get them on lulu.com. Okay. It's available on lulu.com. 
Is it alright if I share a testimony? Yes, go ahead. Uh, uh, speaking of fear, I, I wanted to share with you, you know, for everybody that, you know, my husband and I, you know, Travis Ware, we yes. have been going through a lot of uh, <laughs> dilemmas ourselves. Yes. With this economy the way it is, a lot of people are having fear just right now. Like, right. We, we just lost our house on a foreclosure. Oh, wow. You know, and... I got a son with special needs, and we lost one of our incomes. One of us had to stay at home and take care of him. So it was a very trying time for us. But God blessed us with another home to stay. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, exactly. So. Oh, wow. It, it, and I'm now I'm starting to write more. Okay. I get a chance to write my books and everything. And more and more opportunities come away. My husband's doing his studio, getting Silverware Studios off the ground. So... A lot of times when you go through these storms, God is making you go the direction you're supposed to go. Wow. You would have never, t- I knew, I would have never, we would have never, I, more than likely, if we would, if things would kept on going the same way they were, we were comfortable, we probably would have never walked out on faith. Wow. But when you're, like, your back is against the wall, you don't have no other choice but to get out there and make things happen, then you just have to go out there and come out there fighting. <laughs> And <laughs> make things happen. Right. And so I just wanted to share that with the audience that they're not alone. And I don't want them saying, oh, you just, you know, you just, those people already have have all this money already. And you don't, you, you know, no, we did not start off that way. We lost a lot of stuff, you know, a house. Well, we, we thought it was a loss. But coming right. out, God was trying to bless us with an even bigger house. Right. Right. <laughs> So it might look like you're losing something, but in the long run, God is trying to set up new opportunities for you that you probably would have never taken otherwise. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Behold, God is doing a new thing for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, Kimberly, we, I, we we appreciate the testimony, and, and, and this is being documented and recorded so we can play this back. Anybody who hears this, it's going to hear that testimony, and it's going to change their lives, I guarantee you, because you just, you just gave me some more encouragement to move forward in what I'm doing. Exactly. I'm glad it did. So we appreciate you, uh, Kimberly, and uh, and we look forward to bringing you back on the show with, with even greater testimonies, even new products and things of that nature, and, and we just look forward to being a, a blessing to you. Um, thank you. Thank you, Miles, and thank you for inviting me as a guest. Oh, you're so I welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> All right. God bless you. you take care. God right. bless you too. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that was dynamic. I I didn't expect to hear that. <laughs> um, we're going to move, keep moving forward into the show. Um, I have another guest who's coming on here, who's also a dynamic woman. She is um, a spectacular woman as well. I mean, I I don't know how else to describe the people that I, I mean. I, you know, God has been blessing me, people, to to find dynamic people to bring them onto the show for you, and I and that's. I really pray that you're really getting the most out of this show because, you know, these people that are coming on here, they're, they're real-life champions. And not only are, you know, you know, you have your people that you see on TV every day, but these people right here are real-life champions that are, that are in the process of becoming those people that you see in the main mainstream forefront. Um, our next guest is the president and founder of Advanced Image and Etiquette Consulting, uh, a company committed to providing valuable information and tools to assisting individuals in attaining greater confidence and personal effectiveness. Um, our guest, 
studied business administration and creative fashion design at George Brown College. She received professional image consulting training from the International Image Institute. She frequently attends and participates in personal growth and development seminars and workshops. Her training programs include The Power of Image, A Makeover from the Inside Out, Wardrobe Audit and Detoxification, Personal Shopping Excursions, The Power of Business Dining, Look and Feel Like a Million Dollars, The Art of First Impression, etc. Um, without further ado, I'd like to bring on to the show Ms. Charmaine Mills. Hello, Charmaine. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? It's a great it's great hearing you on the show. I'm I'm excited. I'm just as excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're so welcome. Now I didn't tell the people that um you're an international guest today. You're, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, Charmaine is calling people from uh Toronto, Ontario, uh Canada today. Yes. Absolutely. And, uh, it is a pleasure to be here. Yes, yes. Um, Charmaine, I want to ask you, um, as a image consultant, what role does um, self-image and self-esteem play in, in success? Oh, it plays a huge role, major, because it doesn't matter how successful you are or you want to or you want to be, if you have low self-esteem, that can be the determining factor in yes. where you, and how um, far you go. And uh, there's a lot of people who have low self-esteem for whatever reason. It could be um, relating all the way back to childhood, maybe um, a, a relationship that didn't work out or a career that didn't work out. And I do a lot of counseling um, with my training because when I meet people, a lot of them are damaged. When I get to the real cur- um, to the core of the matter, it's not so much of wanting a new image, uh, let's go shopping, let's get some clothes. But I work with people who are, who are really hurting. Their right. self-esteem is damaged, and, you know, you, you have to repair that because you can't put a Band-Aid on it. Right, right. It's hard to uh, to try to move forward and, and being the person you want, you've want you been called to be, and you're still battling this, this, this pain. Absolutely. It's, um, it's very difficult. So that's why my training includes internal and external um, development because both have to be in alignment and congruency. You can't have one at a balance. It's it's just not going to work if the scales are tipped. Right, I totally understand. It, it, so when I speak to my clients, especially a lot of people who have lost their jobs, um, of course their self-esteem, is, it's 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 devastated it's damaged because nobody likes to lose their job for whatever reason right. downsizing or the recession so um it, it can be like a, a crippling effect so one of my favorite lines to my clients is well i just tell them your appearance is your visual resume wow is it is it up to date wow because you're, unfortunately we live in a society um that looks at the visual first before they will even um, take it further to look at the inner. Wow. That, <laughs> I hate hearing that, too, because a lot of times a lot of good people get looked over because their outward appearance may not display what's inside. It's unfortunate, but because I work with HR managers, CEOs, and um, really 
a lot of people at the sea level, this is what they tell me. So this is not what I'm stating or other image consultants, but this is what the professionals, the people who are in a position to hire you, that's what they're telling me. I said, they say to me, look, Charmaine, I have qualified people coming into my company, but they cannot represent me because their visual is so distracting. Wow. They're afraid that it might impact their business relationship. Wow. Wow. So if it, if it can affect a business on that, on that magnitude, imagine what happens to the person that's actually presenting themselves, you know, in a way not pleasing. <laughs> exactly. Now, um, CEOs, they take it to a different level because they're looking at their bottom line and how is this how is this person going to affect my bottom line? Right. See, a lot of people don't know that, but this is what I have when I meet with these CEOs and HR managers. That's what they tell me. Right. And that's why they bring me into their corporations to, um, you know, get their staff, um, you know, to get everybody at the top of their game. Because, you know, to succeed in this aggressive global economy, you have to be at the top of your game. You have to represent. Right, right. Well, conversely then, Charmaine, what, do you, what role does self-image play in failure? Like, what, 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 to what, deg- what is causing a person's self-image to lead them to failure? Well, just the, this is what I alluded to earlier. It doesn't matter how many qualifications you have. It, mm-hmm. it matters and it doesn't, meaning you can have all of the MBAs, all of the degrees, but if you're a parent and your self-image is lacking, you're not going to get very far. It all ties in. It, you know, each role plays um, a crucial part. It, they're all interconnected, right. one with another. Right. So the soft skills are just as important as the degrees and the MBAs because I, I know personally people who have been overlooked for a job just because they refused or didn't want to take the time to present themselves in a professional manner. Okay. Wow. And and, and you know that that again, like I said, that, that it, it's almost hurting to hear that because I know a lot of good people they they just don't know that what you're what the stuff you're saying right now they just don't know that. Or they refuse to believe it. Right. <laughs> no, ign- ignorance is not good. Right. You know, right. as they say, what is it, power? Uh, no, knowledge is power. Yes. What and what you don't know or what you refuse to know can hurt you. It can damage you. Right. Right. Yeah? Because we're always making visual statements. No matter where you're going or what you're doing, you're telling people something about yourself. So thinking big picture means that to get where you want to be in three years, for example, you may have to pay extra close attention to those visual statements you're making today. Right. Right. So, it, so how how would you advise someone to um how how would you get them to change you know what they're saying those those statements they're saying now you know with their uh, appearance. Well, uh, first of all, you have to sit down and really look at yourself, and that you know that can be difficult because sometimes. Um, we don't always see what's there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so in that case, I'll take photos of my clients, and um, they're shocked at what they see from the photos, and I'll say, yes, that's really you. Hmm. Because we we all have um, a different self-image. Um, there's a self-image, there's what we see, and there's perception, and then there's the real image, what you really are. Right. You know? 
So having an image that is of a consistently high standard projects a message of quality and self-confidence. It increases your responsiveness to your clients and colleagues, and it removes attention off yourself and onto the needs of the ones that you're serving. Okay. And that's, that's you know, this is this is beautiful information. I think people really need to hear this. Um, in order to move forward in your career, in order to move forward in, in, in your destiny, you know, the things that you're projecting are, are important. You've got to make sure that everything's congruent, like that the – if you are Absolutely. seeing yourself being great, then you have to be great on every level. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, you know, it's very difficult to overcome a poor first impression regardless yes. of your knowledge or expertise. Yes. Yeah, I, I've, I've been on both sides of that spectrum. I've, I've been the person who had to, you know, deal with somebody, you know, and give me a bad first impression. I've been the person who has given a bad first impression. So I, I know both hands, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in t- yeah, and in today's um, – competitive job market it only takes seven seconds to form an impression right. that, can change the, that, that can ultimately change the, re, change the rest of your life hmm. wow so you know if you're dressed like a person of substance and integrity you will more often than not be treated as such right right and that's um again people this is this is this is stuff that we need to know and we need to hear and, and now you're hearing it you, you're this is empowering information. You know, it may, I can honestly tell you, I'm one of the first people to tell you that I have a hard time accepting when I'm wrong because I don't like, I don't I like being wrong. You know, it's, um, it's our ego. We're, you know, that, that's people for you. Right. You know, um, you know so I, I encourage people to raise their professional and personal standards until even they are impressed. Because the pursuit of excellence is not only politically correct, it is also highly profitable. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah, and don't settle for mediocrity. Could you repeat that again? I want people to definitely make sure they hear that, hear what you just said. <laughs> the last thing? Okay. Do not settle for mediocrity. Wow. Do not settle for mediocrity. Mm-hmm. There are a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of people who, who in in everything that they do, they 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 look to be average. They just want to, fit, you know, get in the middle and just sit there. But exactly. that average, a C grade in, in school is mediocre. That's average. That's not even. That's not good. It is. That's right. <laughs> and you know, and to play and to position ourselves today, good is not good enough anymore. You yes, have ma'am. to be at the top of your game, or else you're going to get left out. Wow, I I, I couldn't say that better. I've I've, I've been. <laughs> It's, like I said, I've, I've been on both sides of that spectrum. I've been yes. the person getting left out. I've been the person who advanced because I knew I knew better. So, mm-hmm. Charmaine, could you um, just before you go, could you give uh, our audience a word of encouragement to to get them geared up in the right direction to you know move forward on improving their self image so that they can um, become you know confident with who they've been called to be. Sure. Um, so quickly, um, invest in quality instead of quantity. In terms of purchasing clothing, of course, have clarity about the purpose you're buying for. Don't spend money on something that doesn't look great on you, even if it's almost free. Wow. Dress better than you have to, and don't be afraid to stand out from the crowd. Again, not settling settling for mediocrity. Wow. This is, and this is from a professional coach, people. This is this is dynamic stuff. Charmaine, where can we find you? Um, where, how how can somebody get in contact with you to to, to consult with you? Sure. Um, 
Now, I'm always on Twitter. I love Twitter. Yes. And my, Twitter, <laughs> my Twitter username is expert underscore image. And my website is www.advanceimageconsulting.com. Well, so, sorry, uh, free... Go ahead. No, no. You, you were finishing your point? Oh, no. I was just telling your audience, please feel free to connect with me on Twitter. I'd love to um, connect with you and get to know you better. And one thing I always tell people is that, you know, with the show, I always encourage people that, that when we have guests on here to, to, to go frequent, you know, and, and, and pay homage to the guests that we have on here. So I'm always, you know, leading, going to be leading people to you to, to come check you out and see what it is that you do. And, and, you know, hey, we're going to do everything we can to promote you. Thank you so much. The pleasure was all mine. Yes, ma'am, and likewise. I I look forward to uh, having you back on the show uh, for other um, other uh, topics. But you you know you're one thing before I let you go. You are I I think you're a dynamic person. I've been following you on Twitter you know for a little while now, and oh, I, I like what I'm seeing. And I'm glad that you know I'm able you're able to come on the show today because I know that the audience is going to definitely get a, a massive blessing from this. Thank you. Um, as I said I'm just, I'm blessed, and um, I I get as much from you. Is in you know, you're such a giver, Miles. You give so much, and you are so appreciated. Thank you, thank you so much. You're welcome. And um, people, like I said, this has been um, these are um, just dynamic uh, shows that I'm trying to put together for you. And um, each week, you know, I, I I look for the the best. I look for quality over quantity, just like um, Charmaine just said. We we um. I do everything I can to make this show great for you. I want to, I want you to understand that when you come on here, when you listen to this show, that you're not just this is not some fly by night operation. That this is something that I put my heart and soul into, and the people that, I, that I'm bringing on here, they're people that put their heart and soul into what it is they do. So, you know, like I said, pull on whatever it is that that you can. Which you, if you need something, this show probably is gonna, gonna give it to you. So, without fi- further ado, I have one more guest I want to bring onto the show. She is also a a very 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 Dynamic woman. She is a um, business owner and entrepreneur uh, in Southfield, Michigan, who runs a successful business as a virtual assistant, a personal assistant, an administrative consultant, and as a life coach. She is also a dynamic wife and mother. Would you please welcome to the show Mrs. Leah Hubbard? Leah, are you there? Hello, Leah? Okay, I think we we lost our last guest. Um but let me let me take this opportunity to speak with you for a moment uh, just from my heart. Um and we'll we'll get Leah on the show uh some other at a later date. Uh we'll figure out what happened here. Um one thing about live radio people, anything can happen. So you have to be prepared for it. So I'm 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 really prepared for this moment. Um I get a chance to talk to you now about something near and dear to my heart. Um my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. I love this book. I wrote this book from my heart, and it, it serves as a blueprint for me that if ever I get lost on, along the path trying to uh, you know, become who I'm supposed to be and I get caught up in, in, in fear, that I gave myself a blueprint to get out of it. But in doing so, I also realize that this is something that anybody can look at and, and have the same effect. So... I encourage you, I highly encourage you, any dreamer, any visionary, 
I highly encourage you to, to go to lulu.com slash mwmiller18. That's l-u-l-u dot com slash mwmiller18. And just take a look. Actually, I have you know my collection of books there. I also have a book entitled uh, My Success Journal, which is really good for uh, people who, who need help with goal setting and uh, just daily encouragement uh, to move forward. It's a 30-day journal, but it helps you to, to put your goals in, in alignment and then actually you know journal your course of the month. You know, it's a 30-day journalist, and it helps you, cor- you know, journal your course of the month. What what did I do today to help me be successful? Things like that. Those are things that keep, you know, the average goal setter, the average visionary, the average dreamer moving in the right direction. Um, also, I have a, a book on there called Beyond the Critics and the Criticism. It's basically a book to teach you to move beyond the um, – beyond the fear of, of, of what people may have to say about you. Because guess what? No matter what you do in this lifetime, somebody's going to criticize you. Somebody's going to say something about you that you don't like. But be, you have to move beyond it because your success is not hinged upon whether somebody likes, whether your critics like you or not. Because somebody's going to have something to say. Somebody's going to have something to say. Um, and without a shadow of a doubt, I want you to, to be encouraged. I want you to stay motivated. I want you to be connected to your vision. I want you to go out and, and light people on fire. Um, I have a special guest who just who did just call in that I want to uh, bring onto the show for one second. I know this is impromptu. Uh, he doesn't know I'm getting ready to do this. Um, he's a dynamic young man. Uh, Leroy, are you there? Can can you say, just say hello to the audience? Uh, how you doing? Yes, sir. How you, how you doing, Miles? I'm doing great, sir. Yes, I got your text. Oh, wow. And uh, I was actually shocked. I forgot. I said, oh, yeah, the radio show on, because um, we, we talk about so many other things. And, I, you know, I know I know what your heart is. This is something you do every day. So yes, sir. I apologize for not realizing that you are on right now. So. Uh, oh, no, I, I'm glad you are, because <laughs> I brought you on the air. I want you to just, you know, I know what's in your heart, man. You are you you love people and you love seeing people succeed. I just want you to share, you know, just give people a word of encouragement, just to let them know that, you know, it they don't have to succumb to fear. They don't have to they don't have to succumb to failure. They can be great regardless of what they may be going through. Uh, yes, I've been listening in, uh, I guess, for the past maybe fifteen minutes, and I heard the young lady that that you were talking to, and um, I heard I got some of the uh, the idea of what you guys were talking about. Um, about fear, coming over fear and, and being successful. Um, I mean, I just want to let people know that in this type of economy, um, it's really just a timing where uh, it's, it's, it's a rev- revolution. You know, there's, there's a change coming about in the world, and people should really just do their history. Um, you really cannot have uh, faith without having the understanding of uh, of past things, like a lot of us uh, go to, to different churches or try to get lessons in different places, and we read the history of a group of people that may have lived before us so we can try to understand for ourselves. But that's only half of the battle. The other half is your own life experience. And right now, real life for me and you and the people that's listening today is that there's no jobs out here, people confused about who God is, People don't know who they are, and that's really, really, really the problem. That's it's nothing else. It's not gas prices. It's not the devil. It's people need 
their family and they need to be able to 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 work towards a, a, a common goal and and be able to just be people just want to eat people just want to live people but just wanting to live that's not good enough and I heard you say something about that earlier being average you know yeah. we should be abundantly living and in order to do that we have to really I think step back I had I had to do this all the time I mean. I'm not even to the place that I want to be financially. I'm not where I want to be uh, 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 mentally as far as knowledge and education. There's so much more to know. You're going to always continue to have to go back to the drawing board. And I just think the best way to, 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 to attack this, this topic that you're talking about on the show is really just kind of step back from life and just look at things in, in, a, in a different aspect. And just 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 take a break from everything, and start to try to reassess your whole life, the whole skeleton of your being, whether it be spirit, soul, or or, or mind. You should just really have to just figure out really what's going on. Because I personally don't like running and running and running and running and not going nowhere. I I really for myself I'm tired. I yes, think sir. everybody else is tired of that as well. So. I just, I would just like to encourage people. I mean, I know I haven't really given anybody uh, any key principles or anything like that. But if they're going through the same thing I'm going, I'm going through. They feel me. And yes, sir. your lifestyle, your work habit, just where you gotta be every day for eight hours and forty hours in the week, and what you gotta put your yourself and your soul and your mind into. For so long, imagine some of us, we work at, um, let's say, a butcher. We killing uh, and stabbing and slicing the animals. And, 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 and imagine working at a pig factory. Imagine working at Ford or GM in these, in these certain conditions. Your mind not right. So what's good, what, what we have to do is kind of step back from that and try to restructure our whole way of thinking so that we can really go forward. And I really think that's what the the major problem is, and me and you've been talking for yes, sir. a good week or two, and it's really been all about infrastructure. Yes, sir. Infrastructure. Um, one of the things that I do, um, I teach financial literacy and I do corporation formation. And I just moved to uh, Las Vegas. I've been here a year now, and it's just um, it's just amazing to 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 be teaching about corporations and structures, and you end up looking at your life and saying, hold up, I don't have this right because this, this is what the requirements of running this corporation is, right. but I don't have that. And what ends up happening is you have to get in there and study. You have to learn and, and figure out the problem. Stop running to uh, uh, people that can't help you, family members, friends. Sometimes some of us out here, some of our own pastors and, and, and elders in our ministry, we, we run to ask for prayer. Some people cannot help you, right. you know. Some people just can't help you. You have to help yourself. And sometimes you get to the place where you can't even help you because you don't know what you need. Right. And got to get with, uh, 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 with God on this issue and ask whoever you think God is because here we have another problem. If you talking to the wrong God, I don't really know what's going to happen. I do know one thing, though. Faith is universal, and if you have faith, you know, you can make some things happen. 
sir. And that's just the whole point. The faith that we have in jobs, the faith that we have in other people's business, I would rather have that own faith in my own business. And I would rather make these mistakes with my own corporation than to be working for someone else. And I know you get out here and encourage the people. I mean, me and your whole conversation is about how can we bring something to the people that's right. good. Right. How can the people prosper? What can we do when we go to speak or go to different places? We don't want to just talk to people. We want to be able to be a blessing to people. Right. We want to be able to teach people how to fish. We're not giving out fish sandwiches. Right. We're not McDonald's. We don't have filet fish for you. <laughs> what, what, we, what we do have is some tools and principles, and we're not even telling you that uh, I'm a multimillionaire. We're not telling you that we we got a, a, a doctor's degree or anything like that because I don't really think that right now in the time that we're living in, that's so unimportant. And you got little, uh, 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 you got people and groups and organizations all over the earth you kind of just feeling the revolution. Like right. things are changing and and they waking up and and I mean we read it in our in our in our in our in our Bibles before you know I mean like in the last days I put my spirit out on all flesh. I mean yes, you sir. just it just dropping down. That's all that's going on. It ain't even that deep, you know. Right. It's just the timing is right. And there's a lot of young people that have ideas. A lot of older people have got some ideas. They say, man, I wish I had thought of this when I was 19. Right. I'm 60, 70 years old. I'm about to try to do this right now like this. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get out here and, you know, yeah, the ideas are coming down because this is the time that we're living in. And so for anybody out there that's just got an idea, you might not have a degree, for anybody out there that don't have the job they're looking for, don't worry about any of that. Try to keep your ideas and your dreams fresh because I believe that they were given to you by God. And I believe that he wants you to cultivate that and he wants to help you do it. And you need to listen to people like Miles here. Oh, got this show for you just to tell you you can do it. That's all he's telling you. And you really, we really don't need shows like this. Because you should be already doing it, but your mama and daddy didn't teach you that. The, the, the ministry you at is not helping you understand what you need to be doing. So you had to have this young brother get the show so he could tell you you can make it. You know, so we thank God for you, Brother Miles. Yes, sir. You know, I, I thank God for your spirit and what you're trying to bring forth. And any way that I can help do that, I can do that for you, bro. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. And, and but why, why, since I got you talking about that, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let the cow the back. Uh, people, anybody who wants to, who hears this show, um, I want you to know something. I have I'm encouraged by entrepreneurship. I I have the spirit of entrepreneurship is on me strong, and I I love the idea of not having to be dependent upon um, any other entity. To make money, or, or see, if I decide I want to go on vacation today, I got to actually get at, apply for time off. If if, if I want to do something, I got to you know call my boss and see if it's okay if I can do this. I I like the idea of living, you know, an abundant life without having to always w worry about okay, if I take this day off, will I get fired? And I think people, you need to hear, you need to know this, that entrepreneurship is the way. Working a job, I used to work. You know, when I, when I lived in Detroit, I used to work 
you know, for a, a major supplier of the uh, big three. And one thing I realized right away is if, if they weren't making engines that day, I didn't have a job. Well, now there's a lot of people that don't have a job because a lot of engines aren't being made anymore. A lot of cars aren't being produced anymore. Chrysler left a lot of their um, suppliers, a lot of their dealerships. They severed ties with them, and now those people have have millions of dollars of inventory that they got to sell with no warranty, really. They got warranty. The, the government says they'll cover the warranty, but the, the truth of the matter is that they had – you're talking about people who've been loyal to one entity, one company for years, and now with, with a letter. They didn't get a phone call. They didn't get, get a personal visit. They got a, a certified letter saying, we severed ties with you out of no fault of their own. And that could, people, that can happen. But when, it, when you're the CEO and you're the boss of your own company, that's not a fear you have. What we want to do is I want to be instrumental in helping you establish something that you can you can create a legacy with, that you can put your, your children in place to, to never have to submit to another boss again. And that is entrepreneurship. I present to you today the opportunity to get to be put in business. Roy is um Roy and I are, are, are gonna push real strong that by the end of this year that we're gonna get a thousand new business owners established. At least a thousand new business owners. And I want you to contact me at mileswmiller at gmail dot com. M Y L E S W M I L L E R at Gmail dot com. We want to help you get established in business. Um as Roy said, we he works for one of the largest incorporation companies uh in America that they they established Nevada and uh, Delaware corporations for anybody who understands what that means. Uh if you don't understand what this means, don't worry about it. Just but contact us. We want to help you establish a legacy, not just working, not just going and paying bills. We want to help you establish a legacy. And that's what a business will do. You can establish a legacy that that your children and your children's children and your children's children's children can can have to hold on to because guess what? If your last name is Ford and you work for Ford and you're part of the Ford Motor Company family, you weren't affected by this layoff. If you were part of the, the, the higher upper crust in, in GM, you weren't affected by this layoff. If you were part of the upper crust in Chrysler, you weren't affected by this. But the thing about it is most, many of the people that's going to be on these calls were. You create a legacy for yourself and for your family, and we're, gonna, we're here to help you, and we're going to help you get started. So, like I said, contact me. Contact us. We want to help you create a legacy. So without further ado, we're going to close the show out because I, I, you know, I, I definitely – uh, I'm, I'm excited about this, so we we got to move forward. But um, I want to give some acknowledgments to um, a few people before I leave here today. Uh, for our, first and foremost, for our guests, uh, Kimberly Ware and Charmaine Mills. Uh, Kimberly Ware, um, you, I, I appreciate your, uh, your 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 time and your effort to um, to work with me because my schedule has been a little bit off. And I've been, I meant to have her on the show a, a lot sooner, but now, you know, I thank you for just being patient. Uh, to Miss Charmaine Mills for being able to, to to come on the show at a last minute notice because I had another guest back out and um, she gave some dynamic pointers about image and uh, etiquette that we're going to have her back on on the show later. Also to um, my third guest Leah Hubbard, um, I know something must have happened. I, I lost con- contact with you, but we're going to have her back on on the show at a later date. Um, to Mr. Warren Whitlock, uh, a guy who I've absolutely admired. He's a um, just an internet marketing guru. I, when I, I'm finally going to get a chance to meet him, 
sometime this year, um, and we're going to actually have him on the show. Um, dynamic, dynamic man. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that show. To Miss Sharnita Marks, dynamic woman. To Miss Chanel Brown, um, dynamic, dynamic woman, dynamic public uh, PR, um, everything you can think of. Um, to Domi J Clothing Company, um, to uh, Miss, Mrs. Dominique Brame, she um, definitely um, has been a major supporter in, in what I've been doing here. And also to a new friend I met today, Hera, on uh, Twitter. Um, I wanted to you know, acknowledge you guys and let you guys know I've been thinking about you, I care about you, and I'm, I'm pulling for you. I'm going to do everything I can to support you because um, that's just what's in me towards you. I want to see you, see you successful. So without further ado, I want to move forward and say that your dreams are important. Your visions are important. And we have all been put on this earth to, to solve a solution, excuse me, to solve a problem. You were created with purpose, and that purpose is to make something in this lifetime easier for someone else. I don't, like I told you before, I don't believe in, in independence. I believe in interdependence. We all need each other. Whether we're black, white, yellow, green, red, or whatever, we all need each other. And with that, I, I leave you with my mantra. I leave you with my statement. I leave you with my heart. And that, and that is, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. I'm Miles Miller, and this has been Creating a Championship Standard of Living. And I will see you again next week.